I seldom gasp as I'm reading book reviews, but when I saw this book, I did. Lois Lowry has a new book coming out? Incredible. A quick Google search answered my burning question. She's 85 years old. You may remember Ms. Lowry from Number the Stars or The Giver Quartet, or you might remember her from Anastasia Krumpnik or the Goonie Bird Green series. Her newest book, however, is unlike anything else she has written and is unlike anything I've ever read. The Windeby Puzzle tells the story of a bog body found in Germany in 1952. Miss Lowry begins with a section titled History, in which she reports the true facts of the case and provides a great explanation of why humans are preserved so well in a peat bog. The very unusual aspect of this discovery, though, is that this human is a girl, probably about 13 years old. Rarely is the body of a child found in a bog. This girl had long blonde hair on one side of her head and a strip of cloth over her eyes. And then, with all the facts known, Ms. Lowry writes the girl's story as she imagined it happened. The story ends tragically, as one probably knew it must. Following this story, however, is another history section. And plot twist! It turns out that the Windeby girl is not a girl at all. Indeed, in the early 21st century, the body was re-examined. And now with DNA, CT scans, and other modern technologies, it was determined that the Windeby girl was actually a 16-year-old boy who died of natural causes. Ms. Lowry proceeds to write a new story, Varick's story, entitles it One Brave Good Thing. And indeed, it is. Finally, Ms. Lowry reminds us in a final history section that all of our stories are important. And in order to keep our history and our stories alive, we need to tell them. What an incredible, unique, and welcome addition to my library shelves. Arthur Popper is a third generation salesperson. His family owns a secondhand shop, Universal Trash, where their new slogan, save the earth and save your cash shop at Universal Trash, has encouraged many new customers to the shop. One day, intrigue enters in the form of a chipped teacup just set on the shelves. This cup had disappeared years earlier and has deep ties to the store. Where has the cup been? Who brought it back and why? Arthur tries to piece together the clues and soon finds himself in the middle of a deepening mystery that spreads to stolen jewelry. Does he have what it takes to solve this case? The characters entrashed by Martha Freeman might be the most realistic group of people I've come across in years. 
Legendary author Beverly Cleary, when asked why she started writing books, said it was in response to kids asking her where they could find books about real kids, about themselves. This is exactly what Martha Freeman gives us in Trashed, a great story about normal kids who do really cool things. If Henry Huggins was mixed with Encyclopedia Brown, you'd get Arthur Popper. I really loved the time I spent inside this book, and I hope there will be a sequel or two in the future. This is what we're reading, and we're hearing from children's librarian Tracy Campa. She's just told us about the new Lois Lowry and Martha Freeman books. Up next, Tracy tells us about Just Like Grandma by Kim Rogers and Once Upon a Book by Grace Lynn. With some books, hearing the words is a significantly better introduction than me telling you about the words. Listen to the first page of Just Like Grandma by Kim Rogers with illustrations by the incomparable Julie Flett. On the steps of a house at the end of the street, Becca watches Grandma bead and bead buckskin moccasins. More than anything, Becca wants to be just like Grandma. Let me try, Becca says. Grandma hands her thick thread and a thin needle. Together, they bead until the sun dips below the tree line and Grandpa calls them in for corn soup. And so it goes. Becca watches Grandma dancing outside, painting the sunrise, and winning grand prize at the powwow. Each time, Becca yearns to be just like Grandma. And while Grandma is teaching Becca those traditions, Grandpa is busy in the kitchen, cooking delicious traditional food for the adventurers. One day, Grandma is looking out the window at Becca shooting hoops, and she goes out to join her, asking her if she could try. Becca teaches Grandma her basketball moves, and Grandma hopes she can be just like Becca. The athletes are eventually called in to another delicious meal prepared by Grandpa. Finally, it's time for basketball tryouts, with Grandpa and Grandma waiting outside so Becca is not too nervous. While I won't give away the ending, you will be delighted to know that Grandpa is still providing food for his family. This wonderful intergenerational book is perfectly made for families everywhere and begs to be read just one more time. Sometimes a book falls into my lap just when I need it. In Once Upon a Book by Grace Lynn, Illustrated by Kate Mesner, we are introduced to Alice, a girl who is, quote, tired of heavy sweaters and thick socks and staying inside with nothing to do. I wish I were someplace that wasn't so frozen and gray, she grumbled to her mother, unquote. As Alice stomps away, however, she sees the pages of a book flutter and she is invited into the book by the characters. Alice spends time in a steamy rainforest and then tired of all the wet, climbs into a book with the camels. Then being done with all that dry and dusty, 
She climbs into a book with the fish and continues to explore a succession of perfect environments until she finds herself floating alone next to the moon. Alice hears her mother, inviting her to turn the page and come out of her book and into her warm kitchen, where dinner is waiting. This is a perfectly timed book release, at least if you're in Minnesota. Escape from the Frozen Gray is a mere page turn away, and I'm accepting the invitation to turn that page and come in. I hope you do too. Happy reading! Happy reading!